Welcome to Insights, the podcast from Haley Marketing built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. Whether we're talking about marketing trends or what's working right now for staffing and recruiting firms across North America, we're here to share our insights on how you can stand out, stay top of mind, and sell more. Let's get to the show. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we feeling this week, buddy? We're doing well, Brad. How are you? I'm fantastic, Matt, as usual. It's a sunny day. Happy summer to you, bud. Happy summer to those who celebrate. Yeah, only to those that celebrate. And if you don't (laughs) celebrate, you should consider celebrating because summer is an elite season. Um, I feel like that's one we could say people should celebrate. Anything else would celebrate. probably yeah. get us canceled. Yeah, you should celebrate summer. Um, we've talked about and power ranked the, ho- the, the seasons before. Hmm. I was at one point on very high on team summer. I've switched to team fall. Um, I was converted. I think fall is an elite season right now. Matt, where do you rank on that? What's your, what's your top season? It's a good question. Not Thank spring. You. I think springs no, might be overrated because it's way, 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 way too rainy, way too wet in Buffalo. Correct. The hot take is it's it's wetter in the spring, yeah. so you can't really go outside. It's like you get you can't fake. Do anything. You, no, it's tough in the Northeast. Um, probably nice in some other areas where it's like 180 degrees right now. Sure. So, um, in the Northeast, um, probably summer, fall, I don't winter or spring, whatever. Like winter's probably last. Just you're you're it's, indifferent to it, man. You can't even power rank the seasons. You just live. Sure. I like that about you. I like that about you. Matt Lozar, roll with the punches. Doesn't matter what season it is. He's going to bring you an A effort every single day. Try not to get too high and try not to get too low, Brad. It's like long baseball season. That's it. That's that's it. All right, man. Let's get to the show. Let's go. Matt, I don't want to talk about what might be a Mm. looming recession. I'm not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it on Insights, but we are going to talk about just preparing for uncertainty. You know, we were hit a couple years ago with the uncertainty of COVID-19. We're hit with the uncertainty every single year of even just preparing for peak production seasons. There's staffing firms listening right now thinking, am I even prepared for the fall? Am I prepared for the winter? Brad, you're talking about how today or yesterday rather was the start of summer. I'm not even prepared for summer hiring. So Matt, I think we should talk about how we can use marketing effectively to prepare for what's to come. And it's tough to prepare when you don't know what's to come, but there are some things that you can do to have a strong foundation. Matt, let's think through that. Let's talk about it. Let's have a little conversation here on episode 94. We're in a very uncertain time, economic-wise. It's all over the place. I mean, so uncertainty leads to um, just challenges. And I think the number one thing, and I will say this is not a PSA for Haley Marketing. This is not a PSA for Haley Marketing. I said it twice. You can't stop your marketing if because people will think you close the doors. We actually had this come out of a consultant class the other day um, last week where we were looking at a, at a client um, that came to our CEO at, at CSP out in California. And our team, one of the takeaways was when we looked at their social media pages, they said it looked like they closed the doors because I don't think they've actually posted in this calendar year. Was that you or was that somebody else? It came out of a great team dialogue. And the, the challenge when you stop marketing, plain and simple, it looks like you went out of business. I mean, can you imagine if the local pizzeria or the local 
clothing store, whatever it might be. Think about any of the clothing stores in a mall. Who knows what stores are in a mall at this day because no one's doing any marketing for them. They're all driving you to traffic online to buy jeans from Express Online. The second you stop marketing is the second that your candidates and your prospects think you went out of business. And if you haven't updated a website, updated social, updated content, sent an email newsletter in years or months, whatever it might be, I mean, Matt, in your, your, your case, the, the individual you know, that we were speaking on, they still had fly-ins and call-outs for what to do at the start of COVID. That screams to me like a company that went out of business because of COVID. And the scary truth is they're in a better spot now than they were pre-COVID. But the misconception, perception is reality. My perception as a candidate is that you unfortunately went out of business because of COVID-19. We need, we need, need to lean into marketing more effectively as an industry and make sure that we are showcasing the image that we want to be seen as. And the reason we say that is anytime there's a downturn, you evaluate expenses as a business owner. It's the first thing you're going to do. And one of those discretionary expenses is probably going to be marketing. Among other things, you look at payroll, you just look at those, those different expenses. So that's where it's easy to get cut. So you you have to, you know, spend smarter. Um, I think with your marketing, we could get into some of that, but I think the other side of it is with a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of people in the professional world that really haven't experienced a long downturn or a recession. Like the COVID pandemic recession was as much of a V as you could probably have it right. End of quarter one, 2020, and it spiked back pretty freaking quickly. It wasn't a long 2008, 2009 thing. It wasn't a 2000 extended period. So on top of, you know, they don't stop your marketing. It's also what lessons can you learn from past, um, downturns, recessions that your company has learned that you can now start to prepare for and educate your team. Because if you have a lot of recruiters, team members, you know, in their twenties or maybe even early thirties, they haven't had to experience that type of business environment. Cutting your marketing as the first expense that you cut is probably the worst thing that you can do. And I don't, you could be a Haley client. You could be doing this on your own. You could be working with our biggest competitor I don't care. The comment stands. If all of your competitors are pulling back on their marketing because they need to, and they need to be more mindful of their their budgets because of uncertainty or because of whatever might be coming, you should be doubling down on your marketing. That is the perfect time for you to go all in and exploit the hole that they just created by no longer having a marketing presence. If your biggest competition now looks like they went out of business because they cut their marketing, you should be doing every single thing that you can to make it look like you're doing better than ever before. Because even if you're not, and even if you are struggling, that perception sends such a strong message to your applicants, to your prospects, to your clients that, hey, Matt Staffing Firm, I hate to see it, man, but I, they haven't posted on Facebook in three months. But we're, look at us. Everything's sunny over here. That is the messaging that we need. And I think if you're sitting here thinking, you know what, I don't know what's to come. And Matt, I'm not here to talk about the economy. I have absolutely no idea what's to come. I am the last person to talk about it, but I do understand marketing. And I will say that if you're thinking, oh, we need to be a little bit more mindful with our expenses. Yes, you do. I would also encourage you to be mindfully optimistic in thinking through, okay, I should be spending more and leveraging more or doing better, being more effective rather, maybe not spending more, but being more effective with that spend. Because if my competition is going to start being more mindful, 
then I need to exploit the gaps that they're going to now leave for us to steal that market share. It's a perfect time to show that you're there for your clients and your candidates. It's, it's thinking I'm in the recruitment marketing seat. So I'm going to look at, yeah. you know, jobs, there's 10 million open jobs when we're recording this, it's probably a little bit lower after some, you know, conversation we had, you know, our chief strategy officer, friend of show, Brad Smith had some good conversations last week. Shout out. And they, they said the 10 million numbers pro or 11 million numbers, probably closer to five or six and supply chain is going to all calm down all that stuff. So build your relationship with your candidates, showcase them on your social media, on your websites, develop those relationships now so that you're there for them. And when they start to feel a little more uncertainty, which they're probably feeling now with how much money it costs just to go and feed their family every week, like it just costs more money. It's yeah. four or $500 more a month, I think is the number in your, in your expenses. So what are you there for your candidates? Create some testimonials, some, create some content on your social, you know, quotes, videos, put that on your, um, put that on your website and showcase how you're there for your team. And then there's a ton on the client side. I'm sure you can do as well. We've seen that before at Haley in, in thinking through, you know, clients that have come to us and said, Hey, we're going to work with you now because of what you did for us during COVID or during the recession back in what, 2008, Matt, am I, am I off there? Am I right there? I don't know. That's before, before my time here, but when you can take care of your candidates, when they need you most, that's when they build lifelong relationships with you. That's when they start to refer other people to you. When you can work with your clients when they need you most, that's when you start to get more job orders. That's when you get more referrals. The more that you can be human in staffing and recruiting, the better. So now Matt's exactly right. If we can be more mindful of, okay, we don't know exactly what's going to come. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we're here for you and we're going to get through it together. Great. Love that messaging. Matt, I, I want to talk about just websites and content and just marketing in general. I am very, very, very strongly urging anybody listening to update and, and stay consistent with your marketing if we need to be more mindful of budgets. The second that you stop your marketing is the second that individuals have the perception that you're not doing well or you went out of business. And unfortunately, in a world where things move so rapidly, where the newest TikTok that came out four seconds ago is now the latest trend, where social posts live for six minutes, if we're not actively using our marketing channels, if we're not reaching out to prospects, reaching out to candidates, staying in their ecosystem, we get forgetting about. And I do not want anybody to be forgotten about when inevitably something happens. And we'll be here. Haley, like, I don't know, I don't know many things, right? We know there's a God and I am not him, according to, uh, I believe, Father Kavanaugh and Rudy. But Greatest when we left. look, we look at the marketing, Haley Marketing will be there. And we'll create great resources. Like, I was so impressed by what our marketing team, our leadership was able to create during the pandemic recession. Um, because we were preparing for it and we'll prepare for it as well. And there's some content on there already, you know, as I'm not sure if this will be our slogan, but you know, we chose not to participate in the last one and we came out of it pretty strong. Um, you know, the, your company can, can try to do that too. And I think creating the game plan now during the summer, especially you might have a little bit of downtime um, can help you. So, you know, and also check out our resources, sign up for our um, big ideas, newsletter, lunch with Haley webinars, anything on the website, we'll have content there for you to help you and your team get through this, uh, be with the uncertainty throughout the economy, whether it's candidate side, client side to, to help you survive with could be some rocky times. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's a soft landing that the economists like to say, but you know, as Brad said, he was pretty passionate about that. You know, 
really evaluate your marketing. Don't cut it. Maybe be just a little more efficient or just smarter with it. But you have to stay top of mind with your, your candidates or your clients or they will think you're gone. I would just, I would, I, I hate that thought. I hate the thought that our business can be better than ever, bef- ever before, ever was. And the perception is, oh, they're not doing well because we haven't updated our website. Something that literally takes 15 minutes. The, the, the perception that we can convey by having a strong website, a strong social presence, strong fundamental marketing, right? We're not even talking advanced, advanced marketing theory here. Just by having a well-painted storefront, let's call it, Matt, just by having that well-painted storefront, which is your website, sends such a positive message. So I encourage you, I challenge you, please take a look at what you're doing. Please take a look at where you think you're headed for Q3, for Q4, and plan accordingly. Be proactive about it. Don't be reactive about it. Go ahead, Matt. That's a good point. Like it, we're not talking crazy advanced marketing. I'll probably shift this over here to segment two as my podcast partner has told me a number of times. Perception is reality. It is. It is, Matt. And let's let's talk about social media. Let's talk about content. Let's talk about using just, I don't know, I just want to call it fun content for the summer, right? We have a lot of companies that reach out to us and say, hey, we don't know what to post on social. We don't know what should go in our email newsletter. We hear you talk about blogs. We talk about content, 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 content. You say it all the time on insights, but I'm gonna be super honest with you. I don't know what to do and I can't get my team to buy in. So what should I do? Matt, for this segment, for this conversation on episode 94, right? Let's not even call it a segment. Let's just call it a little dialogue between you and I. Let's talk about what we can be doing, right? So Q3 is approaching. We're gonna have the heart of the summer. What do we do? What can we do to get in front of candidates, to get in front of potential prospects? Goes back to the tried and true principles. Let's not overthink it. It's what a what a grab bag segment, Matt. What should we be doing? <laughs> what should well, it's but it's questions you get. Yeah, it's questions we get at Haley Marketing. Hey, you know, digital marketing team, recruit marketing team, project managers, client success, yep. whoever I forgot. Uh, I apologize, but what should I be doing with my marketing? Right. It's questions we get at conferences all the time. So we're going to hone in on the summer. So it can be a little bit different. Let's let's have a little fun with this. But I think, you know, a great example is what's the content your audience wants? And yeah, there's professional content. And I can say, yeah, people mm-hmm. want to know about career progression more than how to write a resume right now, because pretty much anyone can go out and get a job, you know, or at least find a job that they're that that interests them. So the, the focus is on that. But if we say lighthearted content, you know, what does your audience want? What's important in your geographic market to your audience? You know, our sister company, Barker, you know, the division of Haley Marketing, one of their, if not their most engaging blog posts, social posts of the year is a listing of firework displays in the Western New York Buffalo market. Yeah. Why? It's posted around the 4th of July and yep. probably July 1st, 2nd or 3rd. Everybody's looking for that content. It's probably only good for a week, but you know what? It's helpful. It's super helpful because I've done the same thing and I get mad when the local news station doesn't have it updated or whatnot. And I'm like, what time do fireworks start here? So that can be super helpful. What content does your audience want? They, um, there's also a client that we worked with who put out, um, like 15 things to do around Buffalo, New York during social distancing, or I don't know exactly how it was titled, but you know, back when we, we couldn't go to bars, we couldn't go to restaurants, we couldn't go to literally anything. It was like, well, you don't just need to sit on your couch. Like you could do other stuff. You could still go for a hike. You could still go check out the Niagara Falls, like things like that. We're just saying you need to be a little careful now. 
that was a great post. It still does numbers for one of our clients. Um, Matt, you know, when I, when I think about what staffing firms should be doing, I want to propose that we position our recruiters and our team like rock stars. I want to propose that we position people like agents, like sports agents. When you think about your job search, when you think about taking a step from maybe not even a, 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 an active job seeker, but a passive job seeker, someone who's happy in what they're doing, but they want to reach out to a, recru- a recruiter, who are they going to call? They probably don't know any recruiters. They don't have any affinity to a brand. They don't have any loyalty to a brand. You could be doing the best marketing in the world, but ultimately they're going to be working with one recruiter. So how do you build trust? And how do you know that they're going to come to your staffing firm or your recruiting firm instead of somebody else's? You earn their trust. So why are we not having social posts, having newsletter articles, having blog articles that scream, this is who Matt Lozar is? And if you want a job in accounting and finance, you need him to be your agent because he's going to get you more money. He's going to get you a better role at a better company with better hours and better benefits than anybody else. Trust Matt. Why are we not doing that? Make your recruiters more like the real estate agents than the used car salesman. Dynamite analogy. Yes. I was sitting on that one. The real estate agent, what are they going to do? Get you more for your house or find you the house of your dreams? Sure. You walk into the used car salesman lot. And proto- not every used car sale, I'm sure, fits this bill, but it has a tough yeah. stigma in the industry. You walk in, you think you're going to get sold a lemon or get taken advantage of. Because if I'm looking yeah. for a job and I go to a recruiter, I don't really know what that does. Like, we're in the industry and we know what right. it is. But when I was out of the industry or if I'm working at a traditional company... I'm like, oh, hey, you know, right. you know, oh, man, I'm, you know, may I see somebody over the 4th of July. Hey, I'm looking for, you know, looking for like, hey, why don't you go use a recruiter? And probably somebody thinks, one, it costs me money, which it won't. They right. have no idea. Or think about temporary right. work or a 12-month assignment, a six-month assignment, because that's the new rage. I just want flexibility. Like, right. you need to, to overcome that. And maybe your rock star recruiters can do that. And, and we've talked rock star marketing. We've talked personal branding. We've talked about the theory of it, but I'm all in right now. And you need to strengthen your individuals because ultimately they are your brand. You can have the best brand marketing in the world, but at the end of the day, your candidates and your clients are working with your team and you grow your client base. You grow your candidate base by strengthening your team. And if we have social posts that talk about getting to know Matt, we have blogs that talk about getting to know Matt, we have success stories of, of candidates that Matt's helped, we have success stories of clients that Matt's helped, and individuals can see themselves working with Matt to a point where it's, you know what, if I want to take the next step in my career, I don't need to call Matt's staffing firm, whatever you know the brand would be, I need to work with Matt. I think we need to do more of that, buddy. I, I truly do. And I want to challenge more of our team here to do it. But I also think anybody listening right now, that is unique content that nobody else is putting out. Even if you have the blueprint and now there's you know thousands of people listening to this episode and they're saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to go talk about my recruiters. It doesn't matter because everybody's unique and everybody's different. So you're going to have a different story. You're going to have a different post every single time. We need to be doing that. Let's take it a step further with so much turnover in the economy right now. I know we just had a segment that said that might stop or jobs might go away. It's a lot harder to quit the recruiter in the brand than it is the job. If you have a really good relationship with your recruiter, sure. it's hard for me if I work at 
Brad Staffing Agency, and you and you you uh, you employ someone, Natalie, the recruiter, and I have a great relationship with Natalie, the recruiter, professionally. I don't want to quit because you know what, my job might not be great, but I have I feel like I'm letting her down. I'm letting the recruiter down. Matt, it doesn't matter. Even if even if I do want to quit, Natalie's going to find me another True. job. I can call her and say, "Hey, by the way, this isn't working out for me. Find me something better." And, and and you can have that dialogue because she is in your corner. She is your agent working to make sure that you are successfully placed in the right role at the right time. So yeah, you don't want to let anybody down. I fully get that. But at the end of the day too, if something isn't working out, let's build that into a success story. Let's build that into testimonials. Let's build that into case studies. Hey, we had individuals who were placed at General Mills in Buffalo and it wasn't working well. So we put them over at Moog in East Aurora, whatever it oh. is. Like talk about that. Talk about that because every situation isn't perfect and you're going to have candidates who don't like roles. You don't like opportunities who want to make more money. So let's lean into that. So how do we get here? We started talking about social media content that people engage with and we went yeah. down the line of they don't want to just see another job post. They want to connect with the rock star recruiter. Correct. No one wants to see another job post. If I want to see another job post, I'll go to indeed.com and I'll find it. Or I already know that they're on your career portal and I'll go to your website and I'll find it. I think, and this is just one person's take and one person's angle on what you could be doing in Q3. We need to sell the experience of working with your team because ultimately at the end of the day, anybody has the opportunity to work with any sort of recruiter in the world. I could apply to any job on indeed in three clicks. I can apply on Facebook in one click Matt, I'm sure you see the data all the time. How many people apply to dozens of jobs on a career portal because it's easy and efficient, mm -hmm. right? I can do that to anything. But what if instead of posting another job, another opportunity, job after job after job, or blog after blog after blog, and just going through the motions because you know you need to be on social, we actually built out a strategy that built and strengthened your team, that strengthened your employees, that strengthened your recruiters. I, Matt, I, I just think that's where we got to go. You know, and then there's, yes, there's other things that we can do in the summer, right? If you have team builders, if you have networking events, if you're out, if you're golfing, you know, Matt, you and I played around to golf. We could have posted that probably on the Haley Facebook page or the Haley Instagram or the Instagram story, right? We work remote, so we don't see each other all the time. If our team's getting a cup of coffee, we can take a picture together and we can post that on our Instagram story or on our Facebook story or even on Facebook or Twitter as the team's getting together. We have more people in Chicago. We have more people in, in the Cleveland area and the PA area. If there's a meetup, we should be documenting that, taking pictures. Your team should be doing the same. You know, if you're going out for a walk because it's 75 degrees and you're doing a lunch walk and you pass a beautiful tree, take a picture, post it, get to know the team. This is us. We'd like to take walks on the afternoon. That's okay. It doesn't all need to be, hey, oh, and by the way, apply to this job too. We want to build loyalty. We want to strengthen who you are. What's the line you used to say? The most human content, content, no, no, content. No, 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 no. That was every post has a purpose. There. Bingo. Somebody has a bingo card out there. Probably one of our faithful <laughs> listeners. Uh, I'm going to say the most human company wins. Is that the line? Mark Schaefer, man, marketing there rebellion. The most human company wins. If we use that as our constant guide and filter, we will be okay. The most human company wins. Matt, it's a hundred percent right. I mean, if you think about finding brand loyalty with anything, Matt, I'll give you a good example here. You talked about used cars, right? I renewed my car lease probably two to three months ago. I extended it six months because candidly, I don't want another car. So I'm buying time. They haven't sent me a bill in like Ooh. two months. I've called, I've emailed, I've looked in my portal. I have no idea who to pay. And if 
I'm sorry, but Hyundai Motor Finance, if you're listening to this podcast, stop, stop. manifesting but, this into existence. <laughs> all, all I'm saying, man, is I have no loyalty to Hyundai, right? Because I have nobody to talk to oh. over there. So if I would need to buy another car, my loyalty is not with them, right? That's the point. The point isn't that I'm, I'm delinquent on my bills. I pay all of my bills on time. I just haven't gotten one. The thing is, though, if you have loyalty to a specific car salesman, then you will go back to them to buy other cars. The stereotype, though, is that you never really develop that relationship. I don't have any sort of loyalty to Verizon or whoever else provides cable. So now I have YouTube TV because it's cheaper. If your candidates and your prospects, and I'm going to bring it all full circle for you, Matt, and our listeners, if your candidates, your prospects, your clients are not developing a relationship with your team, they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go where there's either lower fees or they're going to go where there's more pay. That's just the raw economics of doing business. So we can combat that by having relationships, by building and strengthening those strong relationships. And I would encourage you to do that in Q3. Matt, I got us there. You did. Now, if any of those brands would like to give us a free shout out, I'm sure Brad would drive a Hyundai if they gave it to him for free. <laughs> drive whatever you want me to drive i, I leave i leave one <laughs> I, my car i'm gonna be honest with you man my car didn't move for like a month and now i've started to park behind my wife just so i take it to the gym in the morning other than that my car does not leave at all um i i i'm i'm, I'm reflecting on this matt and you're having some candid dialogue now um i'm gonna try to pay my bill again this afternoon and i'll shoot you a text i promise you that i'm unable to do so I cannot tell you how hard it is to get a hold of somebody to give them my money. It's astonishing. My Venmo is open, Brad. Yeah, right. If you want some Matt, I'll send some your way. <laughs> That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And be sure you tell them that Insights sent you. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We will see you next time.